Hey love, and welcome to the Boss Mama podcast. The podcast that is for the woman, the mother, that is ready to ditch the mother-loving rules she has been living by and to start writing her own. For you to learn how it is that you can hold the energy, hold all the things that you want in this life, wear all the hats, and do it without compromising your nervous system, do it without compromising your marriages, your relationships, compromising you. Life doesn't have to feel so hard, mama. It absolutely doesn't need to be. So I hope you will join me as I share more about my journey from going from a burned out registered nurse, new wife and mother to a thriving and aligned mama of two who's finally building the marriage, the life and the business that lights her soul on fire. Someone who no longer feels like a victim but feels like the mother loving boss of her own life. I'm going to teach you how to do the same, Mama. So let's just dive in. All right. Yay. We're recording. So welcome. Welcome, everyone listening who's watching on YouTube. If you're watching on YouTube, Welcome back to the Boss Mama podcast. I am your host, Amy, and I am super excited because we have a guest today, Mandy Emerson. Um, So excited to chat with you, Mandy. But so just to give you a little bit of an intro, you are a content creator. Actually, you had a YouTube or have a YouTube channel um, for over like 10 years. Love that because I'm actually secretly a YouTube um, I, I love YouTube and it actually is one of the things that I discovered postpartum was like my love of YouTube. Anyway, yeah. you are also a podcast host of the fierce mm-hmm. social podcast and you are an expecting mama. So you are due in June of this year. So you can speak to so many women, um, <laughs> myself, first and foremost and included, Um, So I'm excited to chat with you today. I know, like, I feel like you're going to bring so much value to all of us, Um, again, myself included, because we live in an age where most women, most moms have some sort of a side business, have some sort of a um, online um, business. I mean, the way a business is moved, like, that's where we're at. So anyway, I'm going to let you take take the wheel, share your story, share how, like, share what you're doing and how this all came to be, because I know that you now um, have a, you completely went through a pivot over the last few years. So yeah, yeah I'll let you take yeah. it away. Absolutely. Thank you, first and foremost, so much for having me. This is going to be such a fun conversation. I can already tell, even before we were recording, we were just hitting it off so well. There's so many parallels that you and I share that I love. Um, Mm -hmm. So uh, like she said, my name is Mandy Emerson. I am an Instagram coach and strategist, and I work with female entrepreneurs on how to grow and scale their business and make more money using Instagram. Uh, 
in a previous life, it feels like, I actually have a background in performing arts. So I come from the musical theater stage. So I like to say that I traded a musical stage for a digital one. Um, and that was really heavily due to the pandemic. Um, I So I grew up really on stage. So pivoting to a digital one was, I would say, easy for me. I put in quotation marks, easy. Um, but I've always loved social media. I've always loved being a content creator. Um, just like uh, you said, Amy, I had a YouTube channel where I did beauty videos. Am I a beauty person, like a makeup artist by any means? Absolutely not. Let me just tell you that right now. I don't know who I thought I was having a beauty channel, but I just loved creating content. I loved vlogging. I loved sharing resources. I loved sharing uh, just about my life, even though I'm sure people are like, who is this girl just like randomly <laughs> making vlogs? Um, I just loved content creation um, in of itself. So that's really where I got my start with content creation. And then kind of fast forward to the pandemic. I was actually working for a cosmetic company because I do love beauty. I do love makeup. Not that I'm like some expert, you know, crazy makeup artist with all these great looks that you see um, mm -hmm. all over social media. I just really loved being in the industry and learning about products and creation, sales, marketing. So all of this like to say, when the pandemic happened, uh, me as a contractor, I mean, I was at the bottom of the totem pole. So to say I lost my job feels like a really heavy statement when really I was a contractor at the end of the day. Um, but I, I did lose my position with that cosmetic company. And I took that as kind of a blessing in disguise to just go all in with social media. I had no idea what I was going to do with it, but I just knew like that was my place. So I was going to take advantage of it. And um, so this was in May, April, May of 2020, where I really just dove headfirst into it. And by August, I had my first one-on-one -on -one client where I was coaching them through how to use social media specifically for their business. The thing that I found with a lot of people is they're just so overwhelmed by it. And you were kind of alluding to this too. Mm -hmm. um, there's just so much to know. And while that that does ring true, the thing that I'm hoping to just reveal in our conversation today is that it is so unique and specific to your business and what you're trying to do and the impact that you want to have. And it's actually much simpler than we might realize. We overthink, we're, we're doing the comparison thing, we're looking at what other people are doing and we're like, well, I'm not doing that. So I probably should be doing that, question mark. Mm -hmm. So hopefully in the conversation today, my goal really is to just eliminate the clutter, eliminate the noise and ditch the overwhelm. Like that's my biggest goal is for someone to come up to me. Like you helped me ditch the overwhelm. Like, yes, mission accomplished. Yeah. Exactly what I want. Um, so I'm excited for our conversation today because that's, that is my goal and that is what we're going to do. Yes. Oh my gosh, Mandy. Like, so my, my first, um, business was in, uh, with network marketing. And one of the things that I know even for myself, but with, yeah. you know, in network marketing, right? You are bringing on people and um, yeah. trying to teach them how to start their business. One of mm -hmm. the biggest things, and I feel like it's—I'm still hearing it from other small business owners—is mm -hmm. the fear of social media and putting. Yeah. But I—I I, I would love to have a business. I just don't want to have to do the social media part. <laughs> I would love to have a business. I just don't <laughs> like. I'm just afraid, like to like make a reel or whatever. And I get it. Honestly, I get it more now yeah. as a mom 
then I, I got, you know, back then I, I feel like, you know, it's just sort of like, you know, fuck it up, like face your fear. Like, you know, I do believe yes. that, yeah but I get the overwhelm piece now more than mm -hmm. ever, just with like, you're so, it, it's not even that you're quote unquote busy. It's just like energetically, you just yeah. don't always have it. And so it's like, when you have the energy, what to do, knowing what to do, yeah. having the confidence of where to show up, how to show up so that you can yeah. be really effective and efficient with your time. Yeah. And, yeah, and yeah. I think the very first thing that uh, business owners have to hone in on, and this kind of gets overshadowed because we're thinking about content creation, we're thinking about our product or our service, is the very first thing, if you do not have this down, nothing else is gonna make sense is your, dare I say, niche, but your messaging. Who are you trying to talk to? Everybody gets really caught up in niche, so I wanna kind of pivot that way of thinking towards a person. Think about your niche as a person. Most of the time when we go into business for ourselves or maybe we join a network marketing, I actually have both. I have my own business and I have a network marketing company. Even though that wasn't planned, I didn't intend for that to happen, but it just did. Mm -hmm. It's a blessing in disguise. I'm gonna take it for what it is. Um, we we step into this without knowing who we want to talk to but the good news is most of the time when we go into any kind of business we are a previous version of that niche that person that we're trying to serve right so we had a problem we had an issue we figured it out through you know resources or education or whatever it might be or trial and error, um, and now we have the solution, and now we can teach other people how to do it too. So that's the good news is most of the time, a previous version of ourselves is our niche, is our ideal person. So you're already a step ahead, but we get so caught up in the, oh, well, I wanna talk to every woman. I wanna talk to every mom. I wanna talk to every, and it's, you're not. You're never gonna be able to talk to every single busy mom on the planet. And really, when you think about it, do you want to? Do you want to talk to every single busy mom? No, exactly. I'm sure yeah. there, there are wonderful people in the world, but then there's also the not ideal clients that you guys are just not going to be on the same way of thinking, the same playing field, whatever, however you want to word that. But you don't actually want to work with everybody because think about the if you have your own product, let's say that you actually manufacture, create, sell all the things, your own product. Can you imagine having to serve every single mom on the planet? Uh, no, thank you. That would be so many. You would have no life. Okay. <laughs> if that sounds great, but virality in, in the sake of like your business is not something that you want. So getting really clear on the person that you do want to serve and I know that as, as women and as, as mothers or just people that are, have a heart of service, like we want to serve everybody, but just know that when you decide to try and serve everybody, you're actually neglecting the group of people that really, really need what you have to offer. So thinking about it in that way of like, I could try and serve everybody and maybe do it okay. Or I could serve this group of people here really, really well. So that domino effect, that ripple effect of impacting their lives so they can impact other people, it actually goes a lot further. Don't worry about these people over here. They're going to get served. They're going to get helped. I'm sure they will. Mm -hmm. But getting really clear on your messaging, that is really where I think a lot of business owners falter because mm -hmm. we're getting super caught up in the content creation and the filters and the trending audios and then, and then, and then. Focusing on your niche, 
your ideal person, your messaging first, and then everything else will just kind of fall into play after that. Oh my God. I feel like that's a mic drop because I mean, we, I, we're not talking about this today, but like literally as you were talking, I'm like, oh my God, she's talking about mothers too. Like mothers <laughs> trying to please everybody. Like it's that people pleaser energy. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I don't want to hurt your feelings. Like I don't right. want to isolate someone. I don't want to, but in doing so, like, just like what you said, we're, we're like throwing spaghetti at a wall because yeah, we're yeah. not actually speaking to that other person out there. That is where we were, yeah. you know, and however long ago and hurting exactly. and needing that solution and needing that service and, you know, whatever that may be. And I, I totally resonate with that. And I feel like that's been one of my hardest lessons to learn as a, um, as a solo entrepreneur, solo or small business owner, whatever you want to call me, you know, with when I branched away from, and it was, it was when I branched away on my own, it was like, okay, I had to relearn how to, how to speak to, yeah. to who I'm serving because right. I, I do feel like I didn't have do you find that there's a difference between people who sell physical products and people mm -hmm. who sell a service like, like coaching, like, you know, an sure. energetic exchange? Yeah. Um, because yeah. I do feel like um, with my, you know, first business, it's like I was, you know, I was selling products mm -hmm. as well as, you know, um, it, uh, it was like a physical transformation. You know, I worked with a health and fitness company. So whereas now it's like, you know, I don't have a product and it's yeah, so yeah. it's like, I'm, I feel like I don't have anything but me to stand mm. behind. It's just me, you know, and, and what I, and, and I don't know why I'm, I'm, my words are hard right now, but. No, I totally understand what you're saying. Yeah. Oh yeah. I totally understand what you're saying. Cause I also sell both with the network marketing company that I um, work for. It's a product based company. And then my business is service. It's yeah. a, I have a course, I do coaching, right? So I have those digital online pieces, but there isn't too much of a difference when you're talking about selling either one of them, because what you're selling is the transformation. You are selling the results with the product. It, it depending on what the product is, um, like for me, it's makeup. It is pretty instant where you're seeing that transformation and it feels like it's an easier sell. And that might be true to some degree, and the, the digital service of the coaching, that transformation does take a little bit more time, but both of them are equal in that they provide some kind of transformation that is emotional, mm -hmm. right? So even with makeup or even the, the health fitness industry, that, that transformation, that emotional reaction that you're getting, it's confidence, it's feeling uh, relief. It's right. So that transformation is still there. And that confidence and relief can also be the same for your coaching. Like now I have confidence to take over social media or take on social media. Now I feel relieved that it's not just like this doom and gloom cloud that's just like hanging over my head. Right. So the, the way that we sell it, it really has to be focused on the transformation because that is what your ideal customer client is thinking about. Yeah. They're not necessarily waking up being like, gosh, I wish I felt more confident. <laughs> They're literally thinking, I do not want to tackle social media today, right? Or I 
I hate the the way, or I don't like what the number says on the scale, something, something of that degree. Yeah. Um, speaking to that kind of transformation of, oh, you're going to feel more confident tends to, tends to fall flat. That's like a secondary, um, secondary benefit, if you will. So you really want to speak to the primary benefit of, you know, feel, feel better in your clothes or, you know, watch that number on the scale go down or, the fine lines and wrinkles that you see under your eyes, see that kind of smooth out. So now you feel more confident posing in pictures. So it really, it's, it's evoking an emotion. That's the biggest thing that has to happen in your messaging is not just speaking to the benefits. It's speaking to the transformation and the result that you have seen, that your clients have seen. Um, even mm -hmm. if you're working maybe in a network marketing company, you're selling the same thing as other people. You can also speak to the testimonials of, other people that you haven't necessarily served, but they're benefiting from the same product. Um, so if you're if you're working in that capacity, if you're working, it's just just like you and I were talking about um, coaching or the digital space. It is heavily reliant on us, but that's where our clients' transformations come into play. To say, Sally Sue had this, you know, amazing experience, or Amy had this amazing experience. Mm -hmm. It's really storytelling speaking. Yeah. To different transformations that can then land, hit home with the ideal clients that we're also trying to talk to on social media. Oh, I think you brought up. So yes. Okay. So I think you brought up another really great um, thing I want to talk about. So, so yes, under, knowing our niche, who we're talking to step, mm -hmm. like, you know, right there, that's going to help us immensely. Step two is like, you know, again, eliminating that, um, eliminating that that it's just like it's not that hard right it's like we're, we're in the sense like don't overcomplicate what it is that yeah, you're, yeah. you're sharing mm -hmm. but that storytelling piece so so mm -hmm. say you are um you know say you are we're like that person that we were talking about these hypothetical people which is yeah. a lot of people that are afraid to be vulnerable or to share yeah. um especially if they say they don't have any real client transformations yet like how yeah. what advice do you have for those people to start i guess you know dipping their toes in the water or do you do mm -hmm. you suggest they go all in like when it comes to um really starting to share their story and share i guess do have that storytelling kind of does that yeah absolutely okay. yeah so if you're not if you don't have a ton of client testimonials just yet you really are going to have to lean on your own story and kind of go back to who you were before you found the solution. So my my absolute favorite story to tell, and it's funny because it it revolves around uh, gut health and having regular bowel movements. Yes, we're totally going to go there. Um, <laughs> but this, I was doing a training and we were in the Q&A section and this gal was like, my messaging just isn't heading home. And I said, well, tell me like, you know, a piece of content that you've made before. Um, and she talked about um, how do you wish that you had regular bowel movements throughout the day? <laughs> and I was like, uh, what? Well, yes. I mean, the answer is yes to that. But I was like, tell me, tell me like how you even got into any of this. I mean, first of all, I love that we're talking about this because it's something everybody does. Let's be real. <laughs> but like, tell me how you got into this. Mm -hmm. And I tell you what, the whole room just like 
went silent because what she said evoked an emotion, an emotional reaction, even to people that can't relate to what she was talking about. They were like, ooh, that's good. So I said, take me back to when you had the same problem. Like, I want you to close your eyes and envision it in your mind. What were you doing in your house? What were you thinking about? What was what was the time where you were like, I'm so fed up with my gut health. I'm fed up with this place that I'm at in my life. And she said, you know, I can remember clear as day. I was supposed to go to this all day event and I canceled it because I was so nervous that there was not going to be a bathroom available for me if I needed it. Oh, I get chills even yeah. thinking about it. I know we're talking about like a bowel movement here, but she's talking about, I canceled a really exciting, fun event event because I was nervous there wasn't going to be a bathroom available to me. Not wanting to leave your house. Yeah. Cared about what was going to happen if you left your house and that embarrassment and that shame or that like having to explain to people. Oh my gosh. People in the room were like, holy crap, give me your gut health probiotics like right now. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it was just so, oh my gosh, it was so convicting. And like, that is what you have to tell people, right? And that that's that's not necessarily, um, it's vulnerable to to an extent, but to, to express that you were afraid to leave the house because of X, Y, Z. Yeah. That even makes anybody, like kind of like I said, that makes anybody go, Holy crap, that would be awful. That evokes yeah. an emotional reaction. So even just that little, and that's just one piece of her story. There's, I'm sure there's all kinds of other instances where she could share whatever, whatever it may be when it comes to just that issue she had that she's now figured out. I don't have to worry about going places. I don't have to research what bathrooms are nearby, or I don't have to research that, right? right. I'm I've solved my problem that I'm in a good place now. So the storytelling bit to be able to paint a picture for people in their brains and then for them to be able to envision themselves in it. Like all of a sudden I was thinking about going to uh, a baseball game, right. Or, you know, something with my family and thinking like, I don't want to go to the baseball game because I'm worried and it's a public bathroom and that would be so embarrassing. And then what if I don't make it to the bathroom? It just all of a sudden now I'm playing this in my head and I don't, I don't have the same issues that she's trying to solve for people. Mm -hmm. So yes, the storytelling part can be can be groundbreaking, can be the thing that absolutely catapults your business and being willing to share that. Again, it kind of goes back to the the higher purpose or the bigger calling that I think we all have on our lives as entrepreneurs, just even as non-entrepreneurs, anybody that's in corporate America or they are doing the hard work of being a stay-at-home mom right. and raising their children. I mean, that is a job in of itself. I, we we've all been called to do something and to share that part of your story with other people that are also going through, they're relying on you. I know that sounds uh, like a heavy responsibility, but people need to hear these storylines and, and these, this painting picture painting in their brains. They need to hear that so that they can also find that solution. So then they can also go impact other people. Not like they're going to go impact them in the same capacity, but you might be able to solve that problem for them so they can go to the event to do the speaking gig to speak on, I don't know, animal rights. I yeah. don't know, something, right? <laughs> something like that. But you have no idea the imp impact that you can have on somebody's life just by helping them solve the problem 
that they have desperately tried to search the, for the solution. Uh, so the storytelling, oh man, it's probably the most impactful marketing strategy to date. So yes, please just jump into that. And maybe it's just like little tiny pieces that kind of warm you up to it. But just know that when you do share it, you're impacting people on a much bigger level than you might realize. Um, yes. I <laughs> right? Doesn't it. that make you want to go get like some probiotics from this? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's just like, again, it, it's like we just, I'm such a firm believer. I mean, the precipice of a lot of my, of my work is that, yes, like, yes, you're a mom. Yes, you're this. Yes, you're that. But you were born with your own purpose here. Like yeah. you, and and the more that you can honor that and answer that call and answer, mm -hmm. like, the more, like, goodness and alignment and everything you're going to bring, not just to yourself, but to everyone around you. So what I love about this, the storytelling piece is because it really just like eliminates some of the, the complexity of it. It's just like, show up and speak, like, don't worry about over editing. That's really where like, I, I kind of wanted to ask you, it's like, do you find like it's the over editing that really like drowns us out? Because I feel like when we, we over edit our story, when we over edit mm -hmm. our voice, that's when we are stripping away that authenticity, that emotion that really is so powerful. So the whole right. perfectionism piece, mm -hmm. like so to those perfectionists out there, because I know they're yeah. out there. I want them. But, yes. uh, you know, that's been a practice that I feel like I've had to learn and incorporate. So do you find like, it really doesn't matter, like, you know, like just like the perfect font and all all the perfect spacing. Like, do you think I'm like that really just doesn't matter as much? Oh, as yeah. The, yeah. No, it doesn't matter a single bit. And the, the trend that we're seeing trend. It's so funny. I'm going to say trend. But really, the trajectory that we're on is less perfection, more authenticity. People do not want to see this like perfectly curated. It's nice to look at. But we know immediately how attainable is that? Probably not. Like we we know deep down, day to day, our lives don't look like that. I actually struggled with this a lot, even uh, doing those makeup beauty videos, um, thinking that I'm just going to put on makeup for a video. I got to like go out afterwards. What do you mean? That's such a <laughs> waste of makeup. I just felt like a fraud. <laughs> and even to this day, like I will always film some part of my makeup application because it, it goes into the network marketing company, the makeup side of things, but I will film it as I'm getting ready for the day. So I'm not going to just do, I always feel like such a fraud when I just do makeup to film it. I'm like, this is such a lie. I'm not going anywhere with this red lipstick on. <laughs> I struggled with this from the very beginning because I'm like, wow. But then I also thought for those people, it is their job at the end of the day. Um, but the good news is people want less perfect. They just want real relatable. I really attest back to the pandemic because of that. People really just they kind of got like a reset button almost of what's the most important in their lives. Mm -hmm. And it's the real, it's the in person, it's the like tangible in my hands. Uh, it's the family time. It's the connection, right? A lot of that actually came back to the forefront. And a lot of the the perfect, the filtered, the aesthetics went away. And thank God for that. I know, right? <laughs> no, but if you if you love, if you yeah. love a good font, if you love a good filter, 
I, I will say there's places where you can put that where it might just make that little part of your perfectionist heart happy. So I love a good cover photo. I know some people will be like, that's such a waste of time. And that's fine. It makes my little that little part of my yeah, heart happy. Yeah. It just, mm -hmm. it just, it makes my little heart happy and it's for me. So as long yeah. as I'm doing it for the right reasons, then I'm okay with it. Otherwise, if I flood my words, which is all the time, if I sound nasally, which I can hear it right now, and hopefully it's not <laughs> as bad because pregnancy congestion apparently is a thing or whatever it may be. If I have a giant zit on my face, I'm not editing any of that out. That's just who I am as a person. And I would much rather that that be a, just a part of who I am. I don't know that anybody's going to be like, did you see the giant zit on her face? Because if they're they're focusing on that, then they're not focusing on the right things. And that's not, I can't, I can't control that. That's not my responsibility at the end of the day. That means that you're not my person. That's okay too. Uh, yeah. So the good news that you can walk away with this is <laughs> perfection, perfect, perfect aesthetic feeds and, you know, perfect filters and all of that is really falling by the wayside. People want authentic, real, relatable stories and relatable people. They want people that look like them, that sound like them, or that don't look like them and sound like them. They just want, they just want the real. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. And yeah, we are shifting into this. It's like the material world that we lived in yeah. really did like hit a rock bottom with the pandemic. And I feel oh, like yeah. really people, people are learning it's it's a hard transition for sure yeah. because so much of our security i feel like lied and a lot of our worth has lied mm -hmm. in those material things mm -hmm. um but the more that you can show up and speak to that fear because a lot of this too is like i'm afraid to be real i'm afraid yeah. to be myself so the more that you can speak to your true authentic journey through that yeah. And whatever that is, you know, and whatever it is you create and whatever it is, you know, you, there was something that drove you to, to build what you're building yeah. or create what you're, you're creating. Right. And right. I think um, it's just like trusting that trusting again to like, yeah, you're not going to be for everyone. Yeah. But how freeing is it to just like be for your people and yeah. like, you know, and just to kind of eliminate that weight off of your shoulders and, mm -hmm. I, again, I've been, that's been, you know, my journey as well, but it's just like you, you have to start somewhere. And so, yeah, just start really? small, to start with whatever story you feel the most comfortable sharing and just mm -hmm. like go and, 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 and I think it's just, I think someone needed to hear that today too, of just like the permission of like, nobody cares. Like people, oh my don't gosh, they, don't. they just don't. And yeah. if they do, that's sad. Yeah. And, yeah. And it's like, you know, that's just a reflection of them. It's a reflection yeah. of hurt and their own, their own struggle. And, yeah. and you, you don't have to be that person to solve that for them, you know, right. and, to, and to, it's not your job actually. And in fact, like the more we step, we all step into what it is we're being pulled towards, mm -hmm. you're going to give that permission. You're going to be that trigger that that person needs perhaps. Yeah. And yeah. Oh, you know, go make a change or, you know, go lead them to their next right step. And it's right. not, not always you, it's not always us. Right. Mm -hmm. um, I want to just like, I want to kind of branch off of that. And like, so I have questions of just like, so what is 
the whole like I I know like when I started to like I'm I'm also I, I gotta be on Pinterest I gotta be on YouTube I gotta yes. Be on yes I gotta be on everything mm-hmm. and then I've slowly but surely like let a lot of that go and I and I truly believe like our intuition is our most valuable like business strategy yes and you have but I also know that that's you know, we have to have a balance of both of the masculine and the feminine. So the strategy I know is important. And so we're, what are, what is your, um, what are your, what's your tips of like, where is the best place to show up that you, yeah. you feel like is the most, you'll, you'll be the most seen is the most, the highest visibility, all that jazz. Like yeah. is Instagram dying? <laughs> yeah. Such a good question. I actually really love this question because I love to shout from the rooftops. Absolutely not. It is not dying. It's not going anywhere. Um, But something that you and other business owners can consider is what type of business do I have and where are my people hanging out? And you can figure that out pretty easily just by asking them, right? Mm -hmm. Or uh, thinking about your demographic. There's so much great data and numbers out there. I'm such a geek when it comes to data. Like, give me numbers all day, every day. I just look because they don't lie. They're just there. It's black and white. There's no emotion attached to them. So, if you are a very heavily educational based business, so let's just actually take like if you do tutorials, if you're teaching people how to do things, if you're doing recipes, it's all very educational heavy. YouTube would be an amazing place for you to be. Uh, Pinterest would also be a great place for you to be because those are very heavy search engine educational platforms. Uh, and then for the social side of things, cause I don't know that I necessarily count YouTube and Pinterest as social media, uh, cause there's not too much of a social aspect of it. Right. Mm-hmm. But then you can also be on Instagram, uh, for, for that social, that portion and maybe building a community and getting feedback and having more of that uh, direct contact with your people. Mm-hmm. So it's very dependent on the type of business that you have. If you're in the entertainment type space where you're singing or you're a creative or whatever it may be, Instagram is definitely obviously a great place for that. But so is so is TikTok. Uh, YouTube can also be a pl- good place for that. Uh, so it really think about your business type. Are you educational? Are you entertaining? Or are you more inspirational, motivational? Right. And then we can kind of go from there. But then also where are your people hanging out? What age group are they in? It's really, um, it's easy to say our, our younger generation of our Gen Z's and I think it's Gen Alpha. I think it's the new, I don't even know. Are we in a new I don't even know. I'm confused. I don't know this existed. Wow, I'm learning. I just learned about this yesterday and I was like, holy crap, there's already another generation. I'm not prepared. No, I'm not okay. Uh, But our Gen Zers, right, who at this point are now really stepping into the workforce, but we're we're seeing that transition for sure. But our Gen Zers, they're very heavy on TikTok. Like that is their playground, right? Now, if we're talking about millennials, Gen Xers, there's a little bit of a combination because we are the social media generation, right? Gen Zers, yes, have taken over TikTok for sure. Like that is their playground. But millennials, Gen Xers, like we are the ones that came into social media, like when it happened. Because Instagram uh, was birthed, I would say, in 2008, but really came to fruition 2010, 2011. And that's really the millennial Gen X That is our time period. So like we've grown with social media since the very beginning versus Gen Gen Z came into it and they're like, we're taking over. We got it from here, kids. You guys can go take your naps at home. Like, all right, bye. (laughs) Right. (laughs) 
or is your is your demographic a little bit older? Are they, you know, the Gen X and above? They might be hanging out on Facebook or they may not be on social media at all that you need to then get creative with email marketing or even networking and referrals and word of mouth. There are so many different ways for you to still grow your business without social media podcasting, right? Um, so really think about where your demographic is. And if you if you're not sure, just ask them. Ask your mm -hmm. clients, customers, what is your favorite social media platform to be on? You actually might be surprised. Oh, I love TikTok. And you're like, what, grandma, what you doing on TikTok? I, I'm, I'm not even kidding. There are so many people on TikTok. It's wild. But what do you like to use the platform for? Where do you like to shop? Like what social media platform are you using to shop? What social media platform are you using to learn? Mm -hmm. um, just asking them point blank. I think we kind of forget that we have this resource and this data right at our fingertips. Um, but that's a really easy way to figure out which social media platform is best for you. My encouragement is to do one to two of them really, really well. Mm -hmm. And then when you get to the capacity that you can take on another one, this really, I wouldn't, I wouldn't encourage this before this, you get to this point when you start building a team as like of contractors, if you have an assistant or if you have a manager, somebody that is able then to help maintain what you've built on these other platforms to then be able to step out onto this next platform. Cause ideally you want to be making content ideal for that platform. That's native to it. That's when you want to branch out to the third one, to the fourth one is when you have the help, the capacity um, to be able to do that. Otherwise like one to two is like your, your yeah. get your good place to be. Make sure that you do have email marketing and another place outside of socials that they can contact you that if, and when, these social media platforms suddenly die or they like go away for a day, which has happened to Facebook and Instagram. And obviously TikTok is in this battle with being banned in the US. Having a backup plan is essential, obviously for every business owner. Um, mm -hmm. Doing one to two of them, that, that's it. That's all, you, that's all you need to do. You don't need to do more yeah. than that. <laughs> yeah, and you know, the email marketing thing, like the email mm. thing, it's, oh God, you know, it's just like, <laughs> maybe it's because I'm a Gen Xer. I just don't know. It's just like, it just, I just, I don't know. It makes me feel old, but you're right. Like it's so necessary. And yeah. like, you know, it kind of goes back to the thing too. It's just like, think about how many emails we get a day. Like, mm -hmm. you know, everybody, every business on earth collects your email. And yeah. it's just like, so vital you know to treat yourself i think this is where it kind of comes back to like we have to think of ourselves as ceos we have to think of ourselves as business owners and treat ourselves as such and run and and sometimes that's where we're we're that's the missing link it's like oh shit like i'm just not thinking i'm just not thinking like a business owner and Sometimes that's all you need is like this conversation of like, oh yeah, like I should be yeah. collecting. And it's just, and it's not something that's super difficult. It's just like having a place no. where yeah. you collect that information and um, have it and utilize it. And I would also, um, I, I agree with the whole, um, until you have like a virtual assistant or an OBM or, um, you know, someone that's able to like help with that outsourcing of yeah. your content. Yeah, I don't think it, it fully matters, but like what a, an incredible, just like asking your audience, polling your audience, where, yeah. are showing up? where are you showing up? Cause like, that's why I started posting on YouTube because I'm on YouTube. 
like watching YouTube, you know, like yeah. and all that stuff. So I'm like, oh, why is my podcast not on YouTube? Like, you know what I mean? It. And so um, I just think it's it's like sometimes we forget. We also have so much yeah. knowledge within us. It's like, who are we speaking to? Okay, well, I like to show up here. So, you know, yeah. go and and it like goes back to is like, what's fun for you? Like if yes. it's fun for you, like that in itself is going to be magnetic and attractive mm -hmm. to your people because they can tell you that, oh yeah, like you feed off of your energy. Um, so I, I just, yeah, it, it, again, I feel like we're just debunking myths here. Like <laughs> that's, that was the mission. That was the plan is to debunk for sure. And you can take the fun stuff that you enjoy doing, whether it's podcast recording or the YouTube or whatever it may be and make that into an email. I know that email sounds like really boring. Uh, email is still the highest converting uh, content for business owners, yeah. period, because it can show up at a moment's notice and you're like, oh yeah, I did mean to get that. Yeah, and still yeah. there is that reminder because we get so busy, we get so distracted. It is still the highest converting piece of content and it's not even on social media. Mm -hmm. So having an email list and you send out, you know, once a week or every, every other week, it can be a content you've already made. It does not need to be something brand new that you're like, oh my gosh, I have to sit down and write this. No, go grab a piece of content from a week ago, two weeks ago, that's still relevant to, to today. And maybe dive a little bit deeper. If you're making podcasts, this is my favorite way to repurpose um, podcasts or longer form video or content like this is to transcribe it. That's something easily a, an assistant can do with, there's a really great program called Descript. When you plug your video, you can plug your uh, MP4, your your uh, sound, what am I saying? Your sound profile, audio, audio uh, file, pregnancy brain. I thought that was a myth. I thought that was so dumb when I heard women say like, oh, pregnancy brain. I'm like, oh, no, actually, that's a real thing. I'm really sorry to everybody. It never goes away. And that's also what I'm hearing women say. So I'm I'm listening. I'm listening to you from now on. So whoever said I'm really sorry if I ever was like, pregnancy brain. Oh my Lord. It's not even funny. So you can take an audio file or a video file, plug it into Descript, and it actually transcribes it for you. You can just like copy paste and put it into an email, maybe elaborate a little bit more, make it optimal for an email. Done. Like wipe your hands of it. And now you can schedule out like a month worth of content from stuff you've already made. So it's this work smarter, not harder. Don't feel like you have to be making, creating all of the time. There is probably so much you've already created that you can like resurface and use in another capacity. Oh my God, your life, you're changing my life because that's amazing. I've been literally thinking that, wondering about that. God, I didn't, I make these videos, you know, yeah, God, like, how can I just, I wish there was a voice to text app. <laughs> I'm like, here you are. You're that's it. Me. Here it is. Descript. That's what it is. Okay. Amazing. And yeah, the whole repurposing thing, like that's all I do is, um, yeah. you know, I take my Instagram posts and I put them in an email. Like I don't, like I don't, yeah, I'm very, yeah, I don't, again, if it's going to make me feel stressed out, I don't do it. So right. like, um, I, but you know, again, like, I don't feel like, I think I just want to emphasize too, like, don't stress yourself out with X, Y, Z before you start with A, you know, like, of just like, start somewhere, mm -hmm. build, like, 
and just keep that momentum, whatever that pace is, keep steady with that. Yeah. And then as you feel you, you're building that comfort to add in other things, but you don't. Um, and, you know, just speaking to your story, like back to your, circling back to your story, like I know you were already on content, but how did you, you're already a content creator, but did you just go with Instagram? Like, did you kind of like start that way too, where you just like started with one thing and built from there? thousand percent. Instagram is still my main platform of choice. I have since expanded into like what I make for Instagram. I will then repurpose over to TikTok, but I'll make it native to that app. Um, and I, the only reason that I'm repurposing to some of these platforms is because it just, it makes sense. I'm also at a place where I have that support and help and resource in my contractors that they're able to do that for me. Um, so I wholeheartedly started with Instagram and even to this day, it is probably my number one platform outside of Pinterest is probably my secondary Facebook is right up there too. But then my, also my email marketing is, is a big part of that too. But yeah, to your, to your question, I just started with Instagram. I do that really well. I have that down to, to a science, if you will. And then we've expanded into these other platforms, but I haven't put so much weight in them. And I don't even put that much weight into Instagram because I think that's where that's a slippery slope when you're like, my followers are dropping or I'm not getting as many views. Because what I've realized, even as a, an Instagram strategist, I know that the income producing activities that are actually moving the needle are not is, is not the reel that I just posted. It's all the behind the scenes. It's the following up. It's the referrals. It's the, it's the connections that I'm making in the DMs. It's sending people uh, what I like to call a welcome DM to be like, I'm so glad you're here. Thank you so much for the follow. I have a freebie for you. Here's, here's this just for, you know, hitting follow, right? It's, it's stuff behind the scenes that actually moves the needle more in my business than the reel that I just posted. That's the outward, you know, honey's honey to the bee type of thing. But once they get into that funnel of yours by, by watching a reel, that's where the real work starts to happen is nurturing and connecting and following up and be like, Hey, what do you need from me? Or did you grab this freebie? Are you in this free training that I've done? All of that is behind the scenes work. It's not glamorous. It's not cute, but it's what moves the needle. And I, th I think that's where I want to debunk this. Social media can only get you so far. So when I hear clients or even people on my downline for my network marketing company, they're like, Mandy, I'm doing all the things. Are you? Are you just posting on socials and hoping for the best? Or are you actually following up with people and saying like, I know we talked about this. What are your thoughts? People get distracted all the time. That follow-up is a great reminder. Or are you making that reach out to say, hey, I noticed that you've you know commented on a couple of my my tutorials that I've done or a couple of things like, how can I help you in your business? What are you, what are you looking for? Is there anything particular that you're needing? Right. There's nothing spammy about that. There's nothing gross or, or pushy. Yeah. They've been hanging out on your profile for a while. And if you're noticing that, then there should be no reason to not make contact with them to say, what can I help you with? What are you looking for? You know what, Mandy, I'm actually looking for this. Great. Here it is. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's not, let's not fuss. Let's not delay any longer, but it's, it's the behind the scenes stuff that I don't feel like gets talked about enough that the social media, yes, is great. 
it is not the be all end all. It is not what's going to make your business go viral. It's the behind the scenes, like kind of grunt work, if you will. That's what's that's what's going to blow up your business. I'm just starting to clap. Oh, I I needed I, I needed to hear that. Yes, good. Like, I think it was such a such a beautiful reminder because it's just like again, picture you are. I I'm, I was just thinking of this pop up shop that I, or pop up event that I just went to, and I'm like, if I had walked into someone's like space with their stuff and like they see me looking at their stuff, but they just didn't talk to me. I would be like, so awkward. It's so thinking of social media like that. It's like, if you've got someone that's interacting with you, interacting with your, your yes. putting out there and you're just not, it's like, that's almost weirder. Like, oh, yes. did you not see me? Like I'm right here, you know? Like, and, but you know, then the, like what you said is again, don't, put so all your eggs in one basket it's not mm. just like stop stressing about how many um you know the instagram algorithm that's yeah. that's trust i feel what i see that is more like and again i'm saying this after like my own experience of learning and shedding all of my like yeah. instagram attachment you know social media attachment worth stuff yeah but you know that is that consistency is necessary just to show prove trust like i'm not going anywhere but it's what you're right. saying it's like the realness of like who's mm -hmm. the, behind the real is she there is she yeah. in, interacting with me is she building that are you nurturing those relationships yeah and i think it is such a great reminder for yeah. existing business owners you know people out there because I do think we get caught up in the noise of, you know, I should be on here or like, mm -hmm. or it's all about the views and all that stuff. And it's just like, no, man, it's just like, are you, are you doing the things behind the scenes? And yeah. so, yeah, thank you for that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh my God, Mandy, I just want to talk all day. Um, but, you know, the big, the big things here, I feel like is like, show up where, like, show up where your people are. Yep. Be you. Yep. <laughs> Be yourself. Don't overcomplicate it. You know, share your story, share what's on your heart and share like, you know, what and 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 don't again like the repurposing piece. I think that's so big too. You know, you don't yeah. have to it's not about creating 15 million different things for right. yeah, it's it's really just about, you know, start somewhere where it feels good and as it feels better and better like keep branching out but yeah. you know i just yeah i where can people find you where can people look you up and yes well you can obviously find me on instagram if you are actually listening to this on where you listen to podcasts you can also find my podcast there as well it's the fierce social podcast i'd love for you to come check it out um but i'm sure amy you'll put in in the show notes below but a, a really easy link the fierce social society.com podcast i have a whole bunch of freebies in there for you and then you can also connect with me on instagram which is also the fierce social podcast yeah, I'm sorry, but your social society. I'm getting all of my things mixed up. <laughs> we will have the links in the show. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Like, seriously, also Mars is like going retrograde. So, like, we're I don't know what's happening. I'm pregnant yeah. and the planets are doing weird things. And yeah. <laughs> it just is a time. I'm obviously I'm just checking everything up to pregnancy. I'm gonna blame absolutely everything. Traffic, pregnancy. 
Valid. I, I don't know. Valid. Game, thunderstorm, pregnancy. It doesn't even, it's not even relatable, but I, I'm just going to blame everything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally. I'm with you. I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll let it be. We'll let it lie. Okay. <laughs> oh, Manny, thank you so much. This was so much fun. And um, yeah, I just, I don't know what else to say. I think you're amazing. And um, what you're doing is just, it's very empowering. You know, it's very empowering, especially in an age where like so many, I think too, like we talked about it briefly in the beginning, but the comparison thing of just like, there's so many women out there building things, creating things, starting businesses. Yeah. And I feel like the more that we can talk and normalize about, you know, these, these strategic types of things. And we're all just, we're all just girl, like girlfriends, like doing our thing and just trying to like, I, I mean, there, it really helps with the whole, um, a lot of like what the work I do is like the more true and honest you can be about who you are and like what you're here to do, the less you like really feel that even the need, you're so grounded in that, that you don't, you don't feel like you need to compare. You can clap for all the women. You can see their beauty and see their gift and be like, you know what? that's amazing for them and and like staying in your own lane. So in a world where it's so noisy, I feel like you're really helping people um, do that with their, with their business. So thank you. I appreciate that. If anything, it just goes to show what's possible. Seeing other women succeed. It just goes to show what's possible that you can too. It's not a, she took that spot. I can't have it. No, that just goes to show their, that spot is available and the last thing I would say, if you're a numbers person or if you're if you're competitive, like a little bit competitive like I am, like with yourself, over 85% of businesses fail because the business owner gives up or they give into comparison or they get stuck in the overthinking. Do not be in that 85%. Let's be in that 15% where we're successful in our own in our own dream life and our dream businesses, our dream families that we're making an impact to those other people remember just to be that 15% not the 85 because what what you've been called to do is is really important and you're going to make a difference in people's lives so thank you so much for having me this has been such a great conversation so thank you for giving me the opportunity to share with your with your listeners thank you oh my gosh yes be the 15% i love Let's that go all right we'll end on that note thank you mandy yes thank you so thankful that you joined me for today's episode. If you liked this episode, it would mean the world to me if you would take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram at sheisbossmama. Or better yet, give this podcast a rating or leave a review that helps me get the message out to the women that so badly need to hear how possible it is to take back your life and start writing a new story don't forget to check out the show notes to download my free empowered mama meditation series and my hd mama blueprint and all of the other ways that you and i can work together to help you become the mother loving boss that you were born to be until next time mama